There are two kinds of people in this world. The people who fail to do what they know they should, and those who keep doing things they know they shouldn't. Guess what? You're both. Hi, I'm your host, life and business coach, Marcy Barker, aka your loving kick in the pants. In this podcast, I'll teach you the six steps of my accountability code that will help you wake up with clarity and show up with aligned action steps that make follow through easy and peaceful. All right, let's jump in. Hello, my beautiful people. All right, this episode is going to be a lot of fun because it's story time and this podcast suggestion came from somebody in a group that was like, can you please make a podcast on this? And I was like, of course I could talk about something for 30 minutes. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. All right, so today we are going to talk about small business integrity and nurturing success through collaboration and professionalism, okay? So when I got this topic about small business integrity and lifting people up without tearing them down, obviously, I reached out to the person who suggested the topic and I said, can you give me a little bit more context of what you're dealing with? Because I want the podcast to 100% be relevant to you and useful. And maybe you can even share it with the people that you're referencing and it will help them. So what also makes this podcast fun is this suggestion was from somebody who does boutiques or she works with a lot of vendors. And you guys, I used to do that. <laughs> like before I even started my fitness business, I did holiday boutiques. And I'm not exactly sure how it came to be. I'm pretty sure it was all of my business minded siblings that had the idea of gathering everybody in their different trade and then coming together and making money off of it so what year was it okay quick pause i just went and searched facebook because i had a facebook page called annual boutique of the season and i just went down memory lane and (laughs) i started boutiques in 2014 so i definitely had a new baby and If you guys have time, you can go search it up on Facebook, Annual Boutique of the Season. You can see the layout, you can see all the vendors, you can see the weather, you can see me shopping at Walmart, grabbing supplies, like it's fun. Anyway, so I used to do this and I would do it one time a year. That's why I called it Annual Boutique of the Season. A couple years later, I did more. I did like one in October, one in November, one in December because it was successful. So I thought, why not do it as many times as I can? And then the state of Utah called me and they were like, hey, are you doing your boutique again next year? And I was like, why? Who's asking? And they're like, you need to pay your taxes on this event. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because at that time, I had zero idea how to run a business, but I knew how to sell. I knew how to convince people to come and I knew how to get people in a room to provide the things that people needed. So anyway, um, it was just really kind of funny. Like the only reason I stopped is because I I literally didn't know how to set up a business (laughs) so that I could do it. That is just laughable to me now because like you can set up a business in less than 15 minutes on (laughs) your state's website. So what's really cool about this podcast for me is that I have insider experience both as a boutique organizer and an admin of a business group and somebody who has done vendors at other people's events, vendor booths, excuse me. So with this podcast, we're going to talk about small business integrity and kind of some of the do's and don'ts of 
how you should behave and how you can make these events the most successful for you. When it comes to vendor events, there are a plethora of issues that can come up or factors to consider. But when I ask this person, hey, what are some of the things that you're dealing with specifically so I can make sure this podcast is great? And the things that she told me kind of blew my mind, like jaw dropped because I was so surprised. So let's just dive right into it, okay? Understanding the problems. Number one, this person said that within her group, people hijack other people's posts. And if you don't know what that means, (laughs) that means like, let's say I post hey everybody, this is a podcast episode I just recorded. It's helpful because of X, Y, Z. And then somebody comments, hey everybody, you should listen to my podcast episode because I talk about this too, blah, blah, blah. Here's a link. And it's like, really? Couldn't you have made your own post? That's like, (laughs) you didn't have to one-up me. And you should have put the time in to advertise your own stuff. So content hijacking is so immature and I honestly can't figure out why somebody would think that's okay. The second thing that she talked about was people using commercial images, like images from Walmart's website to sell their own handmade creation. (laughs) And so she talked about how people in this group are calling each other out to be like, that's not your image. Like, look, this is the website that it came from. Why are you trying to say that you sell this thing when it's literally on this website? So I thought that was insane. Also, side note, I used to give out uh, necklaces to everybody and anybody in my business. They were necklaces that had a dumbbell on them and it said me versus me. And they kind of became my thing. And you guys, I bought them from China. They were like $1.50 a piece and I loved them. And I found them on Etsy, which Etsy used to be very integritous. Is that a word? About things being handmade. But my daughter saw them on Etsy and she's like, those are not handmade. You got them from China and they're selling them for $20 each. And I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. But some people don't know that people know about it. Like some people just believe that they can get away with using somebody else's image to sell their thing. So again, that's like beyond me. How would you try and sell something if you can't create it in the first place? Anyway, the third thing that she talked about was people complaining that their things don't sell. And that one we're not going to touch a ton on because episode 40 of this podcast talks about going from complaints to conversions. And like I said, I could talk about that one all the time, which is why I recorded a podcast episode on it. So Before we dive in, I just want to give you a little bit of context of why you should keep listening to this, even if you're not a vendor who is involved in boutiques. But this is about having integrity in your business and also how to spot when things maybe are not as they seem. This is just a super important topic. And I commend this person who asked me to do this suggestion because that means she cares about improving these things within her own industry and within her own space. And years ago, back when I used to sell fitness attire, I was actually involved in this group 
this online boutique. I paid a fee and I got to be a part of this online party. I'm not sure if I got any sales from it. Um, I do remember sending out little packets of those necklaces and other things to kind of get the word out about my business. But this person, like I said, I commend her because she's learning these things. She is stuck with it. She's been in business for years and is still looking to improve and to create something. And she's actually really growing with not just an online presence and an online boutique, but she's actually about to open up her first physical space. So that was super exciting to hear when I talked to her about that. So this podcast episode, let's talk about the importance of having integrity in your business. The first thing you need to know is that anytime you put anything out on the internet or you're involved with somebody, your reputation is on the line. Like you only get one chance to make a first impression. I think you ought to put a little bit more time into what people are perceiving from you. And this one, I used to get so irritated because I would make videos trying to grow my business and my husband would be like, why don't you have any makeup on and why is your hair all messy? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm a personal trainer and I just got done with the gym. Like it's okay for me to make a video like this. And he said, but there's so many people who that's going to be their first impression of you. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. I literally don't care. So there's a balance you have to play with yourself of saying, can I put a little bit of effort into what I'm putting out online while still staying true to myself? So understand that having integrity in your business is the way that you build trust and reputation. This is the cornerstone of how you can convert people from knowing you to paying you. There are so many different ways to do it, but the most important way you can do it is a fair and honest value exchange. So understand that people who have a good reputation online have done that on purpose like it takes work to make sure you're delivering what you're putting out there the second thing that we should all recognize about having integrity in our business is that it's going to impact our long-term growth and also our short-term gain there is a big difference between gains from unsustainable or dishonest practices and doing like a one-off sort of thing. For example, my boutique that I was doing, okay? I would advertise, I'd get people to pay me 40 to $60 for a booth and I would advertise the crap out of this event. And I told myself that I knew I was successful if my vendors rebooked to do another boutique date with me because I told myself if they booked it again, that means it was worth it the first time enough for them to come back, which I think that's a really great thing. But now that I think about it, what if there were opportunities where I sold people and I said, hey, this is really great. Here's all the things you're going to get to do from it but what if they didn't actually make money like you guys because that was so short term I don't even have those answers I think I did my annual boutique of the season like three years in a row totaling six shows that means that I was obviously doing things that did not support my long-term growth like I said I was not even business-minded back then I really didn't even know what I was doing and obviously that hurt my trust or my reputation just by not continuing, not doing it anymore, letting my Facebook page kind of fall into the abyss of the internet, which like I said, it's still there. You guys can go and view it if you need a laugh. But 
having business integrity, I, I want you to recognize like it's going to affect how you function right now. And if you plan on being in business for a long time, like you got to consider these things. How are the things you're doing right now going to affect you one year, two year, three years down the road? Hey listeners, the message of waking up and showing up is yours for the taking. In fact, it's free. I've recorded my entire audiobook and I'd love for you to consume it between episodes. Head to marcybarker.com to get instant access to the accountability code wake up and show up. All right, let's jump back in. The third point to talk about is how important it is to create a positive and collaborative ecosystem. So I was really glad when this person chatted with me because I'm your loving kick in the pants. So we also talked about how having systems and processes in place with boundaries and expectations can help weed out these things. So it's just not even a part of your business anymore. And I told her, I said, Those things you talked about would not fly with me. And she's like, I know I need to do something different. And we had a a fantastic conversation. And so as you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, is what I'm doing or the people I'm working with, are they helping to create a collaborative and positive environment for business? Because that is the kind of space you want to be involved in. And honestly, that's the kind of space that creates a successful business that is actually profitable. The lessons that I'm going to share with you now are very important factors that you can consider if you are struggling with people or businesses who don't have integrity. Also, keep in mind, because this podcast is called Your Loving Kick in the Pants, I invite you to reflect and see what sort of business practices or beliefs that you have that are hindering your ability to have integrity. The first one is to have clear communication and boundaries. This one is probably one of my favorites because when you communicate what the standards are and what is acceptable, you are that much closer to getting what you want. In just a few minutes, I will share specific things you can do to become better at setting clear communication and boundaries. The second thing I want to talk about, though, is to educate and empower people. I think a lot of times in the space where you have a lot of people coming together, like at a boutique, is you're going to have a lot of different styles. You're going to have a lot of different products. You're going to have a lot of different people. I mean, I remember at one of my shows, somebody sold, I won't even say it, she sold a product that had a lot of inventory. And she demanded that she got a parking spot that was handicapped not because she was handicapped but because she didn't want to walk far to unload all of her stuff before and after the show and i had no idea that her not getting a legit handicap spot was going to trigger the sort of attitude she brought into the room and it was because of her experience that I learned "Mm -mm, this cannot happen again so I need to address this ahead of time so that I don't have to repair it once it happens so when you have a big group of people together understand that you're going to have to be a little bit more flexible but you also have to like keep your ears perked of new experiences that you might need to address and I want to talk about educating and empowering people because Anytime you get a big group of people together, you have so many opportunities to do that. So 
as an organizer or a business owner or a leader, you can set the standard on what does it look like to park appropriately? What does it look like to stay in your table space that you paid for? What does it look like to respect the people who paid for the electricity on their booth? Like all of these different things, you have the opportunity to educate and empower those around you. And that leads me to the third point, which is to lead by example. Understand that leading by example is the very best way to show somebody what integrity and professionalism looks like. Being able to handle any tough situation that comes your way is going to make your events, your space, your collaborations that much more successful and it attracts the right customers and clients instead of pushing them away. So the ripple effect of leading by example is massive. And I hope that you can see that it starts with you because if you don't know how to do these things, then how would you ever teach anybody else to do them as well? Now let's talk about the different things that you can do to increase the integrity you have in your business. Keep in mind, again, as part of the accountability code, the first step is reflection. So this is your opportunity to ask yourself some of those hard questions and to answer to yourself instead of somebody else calling you out for doing these things. I love good self-reflection and good inventory, and these are just four simple points that you can utilize to increase or adapt the level of integrity you want in your business. The first one is a self-audit. So ask yourself, are there any times where I have maybe been inauthentic and is there something I need to change about the way I'm doing things? A really common thing that comes up for a lot of my clients is desperation. So it's kind of like saying, oh, this event is going to sell out or there's only three more spots or anything like that. You say those things to kind of exaggerate, but it's really because you're desperate for a sale or a reason to convince somebody to buy your thing. When you do a self-audit, like you guys are all blessed with that conscience inside that's going to help you recognize when things are off. The second thing you can do is create a code of conduct, both for yourself or for your business organization. And this is a clear way of establishing what's okay and what's not okay. And this is something I chatted with the person and I said, hey, if you wanna talk more about this, like we can totally put together a training that makes it extremely clear what's okay and what's not okay as people step into your vendor space. And she thought that was a great idea. So something we'll probably explore in the future. But if you don't have a code of conduct, you guys, nobody's ever going to know that something is wrong if you've never told them that something is wrong. Maybe they think that hijacking a post is, maybe they know it's sneaky, but maybe they're justifying that it's okay. They're never going to know that it's okay or not okay unless you tell them if it's okay or not okay. The third thing that you can do is support ethical businesses. Now this one might seem like, well, how do I do that? How do I know if people are even ethical? <laughs> I would love for you to go out of your way and to thank somebody for doing right by you. And I have a recent experience where I worked with somebody and everything was okay, but after everything was signed on the dotted line, money was exchanged, I found out about a few things that were just, hmm, they probably should have told me that. I think they had that information and they withheld it from me. And it's kind of a bummer because this is what it meant for me. And 
I think about all the people who did do their due diligence or they went out of their way to give good customer service. And one way that I support ethical business and business owners is I tell them, thank you. I appreciate that you put me first. Thank you for answering my questions. And I feel like you're really good at what you do. When you tell somebody that who is trying to have integrity, that reinforces the behavior change that they're working on. And you're going to get more of that. If you tell somebody that who's like trying to sneak one past you, I feel like them being dishonest or shady is just something they'll be held accountable for later or, you know, karma comes around. So supporting ethical business, I think you can be aware of who is doing a good job and you can reinforce that behavior by showing them business, giving them business. The last thing I want to talk about, which might not sound obvious, but it's something that we try to do within the lady bosses community is to share success stories give a shout out to somebody who's doing things right support businesses who do it and talk about your experience you know how some people they will never leave a review until it's a one-star review or there's a saying somewhere that like a, a good customer might tell their friend but a customer with a bad experience is going to tell a hundred people about their horrible experience. So if you're trying to have integrity in your business and you're looking for that and you're nurturing it in your environment, I feel like shouting out other people is just a really good way to have an abundance of integrity around you. With this podcast episode, it might not have been 100% applicable to you, but if there was one thing in here that helped you become more accountable in your life and your business, then my work here is done for the day. I want to summarize the points in here is that having integrity in your business is going to make or break the sustainability of what you're doing and that your ability to uphold what you think is correct is something that's going to translate in all areas of your life. If you listen to this and you have something you'd like to talk about with me in depth or a personal experience or an example with more context, I'm more than happy to chat with you to see how we can improve your life and your business by leveling up on the integrity that you have. I am so incredibly grateful that you listen to this each and every week because I love being your loving kick in the pants. Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of your loving kick in the pants. If you got any value out of this episode, I would love for you to drop me a review or share with a friend what you learned. All right, I'll see you next Wednesday for your loving kick in the pants.